your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system you can call us deliveroo because we are serving the word with extra sauce on hashtag scripture we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting god before we start our usual disclaimer still applies if you have any medication that you need to take take it now if you require any kind of beta blockers, you get excited, you need to sit down, you need a glass of water, do it now. Don't wait until we start talking because the shock factor might be a lot. It might not be for you, but it for some people it might be a lot. So just be warned. So the word on the street is, honey, the word on the street is, y'all think Jesus is Caucasian. Like... Is Jesus a black or white? You're worried about the role the Bible plays in the poor state of race relations or, guess get into it, y'all are tired of worshipping a white Jesus and white people can never accept a black Jesus. Before we start, can we say, I'm for me. Oh yeah, and I'm Tina. And thank you for listening to Hashtag Scripture. And welcome to Hashtag Scripture. <laughs> um, yeah, so what, what are we, what, break it down. How are we discussing this today? Okay, so the points we are going to cover today is, uh, was Jesus black or white? Black Point. or white? Sorry. Do, 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 do. Um, number two, does the Bible condone slavery? Whew a lot and what's god's view on racism so those are the three things so was jesus black or white does the bible condone slavery and what is god's view on racism so for me was jesus black or white so the thing is they don't call him jesus of nazareth for no reason (laughs) they call him that because guess what he was from Nazareth. <laughs> so people from Nazareth are Middle Eastern. So Jesus was neither black nor white. Jesus was from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So I think you can kind of compare that to, you know, that kind of Iranian, Iraqi kind of look. You know, that's that's what Jesus was. And I don't think they would call themselves... They definitely wouldn't call themselves white. I don't think they would call themselves black either, you know. But um, Jesus was from the Middle East, which is very close to Africa, by the way, it's not like it's, you know, I think the UK and America are a lot further away yeah. than the Middle East is yeah. from Africa. Um, and the the funny thing about it is that he was born in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Then he was taken by his parents to Egypt. Mm-hmm. That's Egypt, Africa, not Egypt, Alabama. <laughs> and then, then lived in Egypt between, like scholars don't really know, but between one and say 11 mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. then was taken back to Nazareth where they then you know lived and that's where we kind of start off the story of knowing Jesus you know from when he went to the temple when he was young and he was wowing everybody getting lost in the temple if that was my child facts on facts on facts you better stay in that temple I'm not coming to get you you better stay there no I'm joking but um no but it's true so this is where you decided to stay if it's your house let them feed you here but exactly because it's my food that you're eating you want to tell me where would I be in my house. You have the mouth, the temerity. You have the temerity to answer back. Sorry. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah. That's the ethnic origin of Jesus. And in terms of, like, his bloodline, yes, there is African blood in Jesus, but there's African blood in everyone, you know, as much as we may want to or not want to. But that's that his great-grandmother was Yeah, it's a close relation. It's it's a descendant. Like, you know, um, 
we've got diff- just lots of different. It wasn't Dave, David's grandma was Ethiopian or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solomon's so, um, Solomon's wife. Solomon's wife. So Solomon's that's not David's wife. grandma. That's, that's David's, David's daughter-in-law. Yes. Was, is that right? Is yes. That right? Did yeah. I get that right? Yay! Sorry. Okay. Um, was <laughs> African. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and um, so, so yeah, he, he's not black, but he's got black in him. Mm-hmm. He's not Caucasian, mm-hmm. but Caucasians have whatever he has in him in them. What do you mean? Like, as in, he's got African blood and Middle Eastern blood, mm-hmm. but we all come from there. Yeah. So Caucasians have but that blood there's... and that he has African blood. Do you know what I mean? It's all, oh, okay. Do you understand? It's a cycle. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm not trying to do it like a conspiracy theory, like, oh, and then, duh, 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 you know? But, mm. like, that's just yeah. the origin of man, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But they're saying that he was closely, so not like if you go on Ancestry.com and, no plug, if you go on Ancestry.com and, you know, you'll type, put in your information and then you're, like, one-fifth sub-Saharan African or whatever, mm-hmm. they're saying, like... No, he was mi- not like mixed, mixed race. race. <laughs> like his mother, not, was not, not no. mixed race, but like Who's his they? great his great grandmother. So you've got, example, the um, the the black Jews that mm-hmm. who will really research this whole thing. I actually know somebody. I was trying to get him on the phone last night, but he was booked, honey. Um, who knows literally about the migration of. <coughs> Who knows about the migration of Africans and Jews and, you know, the possibility or the likelihood of Jesus being more black than we would assume. Yeah. Um, assume him to be. Um, but yeah, so they're saying that he was more black than a basic contemporary Jew. But do they mean it black as in black because his complexion was dark? Or do they mean black as in features... They're like say- African, like Nigerian nose, you know, like what are they saying? Tougher than Nigerian <laughs> hair. Um, they're saying yes, features. Um, obviously black features. Mm-hmm. They are saying um darker skin tone. Mm-hmm. Um, they are saying woolly hair. You know, okay, nah, that's I, it. I've got they they are saying they are saying all of those sort of things. Yeah. Um, so yes. Because my thing is, okay, I have not researched this. That's a disclaimer. I, I haven't really done, like, a lot of research into, like, the migration of African people and da-da-da-da. But I have into, like, kind of, like, the Islamization of Egypt, for example, and of the Middle East and stuff. Because, obviously, it wasn't always an Islamic province. Mm. So, um, and they weren't all Arab. And they, they weren't, obviously, all Arab. But they were lighter-skinned in in what I've read. Because they're more northern. Yeah, because they're they're north. Exactly. But at the same time, when you look at places like Sudan, which is kind of like right next to the Middle East, they're dark. Like, you know, so you've got, I'm sure you've got light Sudanese people as well, but a lot of them are very dark, you know, and that's right next to Egypt, which is then considered quite light, which is, and that's right next to then, you know, Israel. So it's hard to know exactly what the skin colour would have been but my question to you, Tina, is does it matter? Okay. So this is why it matters Every to certain people, okay? Does it matter to me? I think sometimes I feel like it does and sometimes I feel like it doesn't. It depends on who I'm talking to. Um, <laughs> honestly, it does. Because when somebody really kind of bashes me for worshipping a white Jesus and I'm like, yeah, but he was black. Uh, and then I'm like, no, but he really wasn't. So <laughs> this is why it matters. Every other ethnic group has... But can I just say... He wasn't, maybe he wasn't black, 
but he, he definitely, definitely wasn't white. white. Yeah, That's he for definitely sure. isn't Caucasian. Yeah. He definitely isn't European. He's not. He's not Anglo. He's not Anglo. Yeah. He's not European. Um, he's not. He hasn't. His hair wasn't parted down the middle. He didn't have blonde flow. hair. Doesn't have blonde didn't hair. Have didn't have blue eyes for sure. If he had blue eyes, we would have heard about it because that would have been unusual. Yeah. So it would have exactly. been in the Bible. It would have been in the Bible. Yeah. Um, and he says the Bible says that his eye, his eyes were were flamey. You know, he had quite strong flame like eyes. But anyway, so this is why it matters. Every other ethnic group has a god that looks like them, except black people. Our gods are white, Middle Eastern, um, and this is both Christian and Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. Our gods don't look like us. We but are the, the Middle Eastern. What do you mean? What? As in, Islam, Islam, Islam does Christian have a... or body but they have a picture of what the messiah looks like not messiah sorry they have a picture of what um muhammad looks like okay but muhammad's not muhammad is not is not god but they have representations of but they're not supposed to they're not supposed to but they do their 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 whole concept of their their deity their god um looks exactly like them except for Black or ethnic minorities. Yeah. So when I say ethnic minorities, I mean BME. So black, um, Pakistani, Indian. Yeah. Um, so if you, unless you're Hindu, then your gods kind of look like you. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's a monkey. Um, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> okay, we're finishing now. We close. The... You know what I mean? So Nadine, anyway, you can finish now. <laughs> so they, every other religion has a god that looks like them, except black people. Can black people worship a white god? Is it even possible? Um, does it further reinforce white superiority? Superiority. Does it further does it further reinforce white superiority? Yay. I can't say that word. <laughs> does it further reinforce white superiority and dominance? And does it perpetuate the white man as God? And I think that's what many people are saying is that our oppressor we cannot share the same God as our oppressors. It doesn't actually make logical sense, right? Um we may say, well, it's just paintings of Jesus. Does it really matter? Is it a big deal? What colour he was? But paintings and images have a powerful impact on our perception of reality, right? And what message does it send and what impression does it give our children around the world that their Messiah looks absolutely nothing like them and their messiah is caucasian and he's owned by a certain race that their deity is owned by a certain race and that race is not the same race as their own and um does it why does god why does their god have a racial profile and the racial profile is so simultaneously linked to the racial profile of their oppressors and um i think that's why it matters for certain people because your God should be a reflection of yourself and it's impossible for it further perpetuates a cycle of white man as God if we are worshipping a white Jesus. But what I would say is that one of the reasons we're in that mess is because of sin. Mm-hmm. Because we shouldn't be depicting Jesus as what, however we think. We shouldn't be because depicting God. Were, I think we can depict Jesus because he but, was on earth. Yeah, but but why? What's the, What's the point? Like what? What do we do? For example, when I was in the Catholic Church, we used to have a statue, and then I think it was like probably around like Pentecost or Easter or something. We do like a procession around the church, and then they we would make the you kiss yeah, the the Bali. statue. Kiss it. Yeah, and it's like what? I wouldn't because I, I don't I don't share communal. I don't no. I don't do that kind of <laughs> stuff. But like, do you know what I mean? So um, like to have to have a statue that you like a lot of it leads to idolatry mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. you know so to have all of these pictures of what jesus probably looked like to blah 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 it's like it doesn't serve a purpose mm-hmm. you know I especially think, when you're putting your own spin on it yeah. like 
Yeah, and I think, but I think, unfortunately, we're too far gone from that. Yeah, um, I, because, I agree. Because now, when we close our eyes and we think of Jesus, if you can't, we don't think of him as just a like a, a force of matter. You know, he's but not that just Jesus a, is not my. He's Jesus not just a blob. In that picture. You know what I mean? He, we, we ascribe um, humanly like human characters yeah. to him. We automatically picture what he looks like when we close our eyes. And if you close your eyes and you picture a different Jesus to what. Becky does, mm-hmm. then does one number one does it matter? And number two, is that right? Does it does that is any other religion have that when everybody just kind of closes their eyes and they imagine another Jesus? Because some people imagine imagining Jesus with dreads and some people imagine <laughs> imagining Jesus with white with, you know, really, really pale skin, blue eyes and blonde hair. But it's the same thing with God. Like people like have this kind of Western stereotype of God being this with big like man with a white beard, beard and really long white hair, which is like basically the archetypal Zeus yeah. image, yeah. you know? But that's not our God. Yeah. And it's like, okay, people may feel like that's how they want to see God. I yeah. don't know why that's what you, why yeah. you would want to see him like that. Yeah. But that's how they want to see God. But that doesn't make it true. Yeah. That doesn't make that person our God, yeah. you know? And the same with Jesus. We don't know what he looked like. So... Yeah. You can imagine him however you want. You can imagine him pink or purple if you want, but that doesn't make a difference. It shouldn't make a difference to how you worship him because at the end of the day, he had to be some colour, you know? In order for God to do what he did... So why couldn't he be black? Or closer to black? But why why couldn't he be white then? Why couldn't he be Chinese? You could say that of everyone, but God God in his sovereignty Mm -hmm. chose Israel, Mm -hmm. you know? That's that's what he chose to do, mm-hmm. and then he chose to then bring everyone else in. Well, yeah, come, come, come. You know, yeah. afterwards. As a, so as an afterthought. No, no, <laughs> not <laughs> as an afterthought. Into it, child. Not as an afterthought <laughs> because you know the Bible says that he knew what he was going to do from before he created Adam. Mm-hmm. You know. But that's how he chose to do it. And in his sovereignty, when we get to heaven, can we can ask him, oh, yeah, why did you do it? That Maybe not like that. But, like, excuse me, Oga, excuse me, sir. Why did you? Presence, <laughs> so you won't be able to think of any questions. You just be on your face. No, face we've got ground. questions. Me and, me and Tina want to ask Jesus. Yeah, but Jesus not about God. eyebrows. Eyebrows? What, about why, why, why do humans have eyebrows? Why are they necessary? No other honorable. Has eyebrows. I don't want to ask about eyebrows. And if if they are necessary, why don't I have eyebrows? I don't have eyebrows. Why why have you dished out more eyebrows to most other people? And why do men than... have better eyebrows? And why are men's eyebrows? They don't require grooming. That's what we want to know. <laughs> but it's not it's not for this podcast. It's it's, it's, not. it's not the topic. It's not okay. So for me, what did Jesus look like? What does the Bible say Jesus looked like? Okay, I'll you tell answer. me. <laughs> okay, so Jesus had short hair. He did not have long, wavy hair. It wasn't Malaysian. It wasn't Peruvian. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wouldn't have made on-point bundles. Like it really wouldn't have done that. Jesus had short hair. There was no long-haired Jesus, right? It was wrong for men to have long hair because that was meant for women. And First uh, Corinthians eleven states: Does not the very nature of things teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a disgrace to him so the son of god isn't going to have long hair but then you know that corinthian scripture i i i always get very not confused about it but i'm a bit like hmm about it because is it talking about that particular culture in corinth Mm -hmm. or is it talking about the whole of um israel like do you know what i mean because for example um samson had Mm -hmm. long hair and it was but he's a nazarene so he wasn't allowed to yeah but was it a disgrace to him 
because he wasn't allowed to cut his hair because God said so how could it be a disgrace to him then or was did the culture change from then till till Jesus time do you know what I mean like yeah. it, it always confuses me because it says for example um yeah I don't know there's I don't a lot. know it's, there's it's, a lot. yeah it's very it's very subject and do you know to what the, interpretation do you know what the the people in fact no let's talk about it now do you know yeah. what the people who be like oh yeah what the bible has been um edited and doctored um, there's people who the black Jews or the black there's a, a black something consciousness group and they will say that all the black references mm-hmm. have been omitted from the bible and it's in the comment form that all the black references have been omitted um the same way that how they cut off the noses of all the sphinxes <laughs> you know that all those sphinxes in yeah. the walls you know how like they kind of put a bomb and so they broke off all the noses Why? because the noses were wide wide oh, and um, had very African that. features yeah. either I had African that. features or um, quite Asian thin eyed features yeah. and that is obviously not what the white man wants to see so they, yeah, but they don't but, live there no but they dominated so they just <laughs> they just took off all the noses anyway they will say that all the references to a black Jesus have been omitted from the bible that's what they would say anyway so according to the bible Jesus had short hair Mm-hmm. Um, he was his hair was fairly thick and curly. So we all know about the scriptures where it says his hair was wool-like. The Revelations one doesn't count. Um, so yeah, because it says yeah, his hair was white-like wool. So mm-hmm. it was reference to color and not texture. Mm-hmm. Um, but in so Daniel seven, hair, does that mean does that imply anything about his race? Or because I feel like all people when they're old get white hair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, pretty much. All people in their old have white hair. In Daniel 7, it says his clothing was white as snow and the hair of his head was like pure wool. Um, so it doesn't make reference to colour, um, but it does make reference to texture in Daniel 7. And you know Daniel was seeing stuff, yeah? Daniel wasn't the, that also metaphorical as well? It could have been, mm-hmm. but because it didn't specify, yeah. there's room for interpretation. Okay. And then people would interpret it either which way. They they, to, yeah. yeah. Um, so number three, he had a darker skin tone with darker eyes. I shouldn't even have to really use scripture to describe this one. As Swami already said, he lived in a desert. He was born and raised there. Um, the place was hot. <laughs> they had constant sun. And just like it says in Daniel chapter 10, his body was like topaz, his face like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs were like the gleam of burnished bronze and revelations one again says his eyes were like blazing fire his feet was bronze glowing in the furnace and his face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance and in ezekiel chapter 40 it says i saw a man whose appearance was like bronze okay so we again having a number of different scriptural references which point to a darker bronzy kind of nice mocha no it wasn't mocha (laughs) (laughs) a nice bronze complexion now bronze isn't black but bronze isn't white okay and it's not like dark copper where you can say like it's a copper coin (laughs) it wasn't it's not copper it was bronze so you can google what color bronze is (laughs) yeah so it wasn't completely dark it wasn't you know it wasn't ebony you know, it wasn't like ebony, ebony and ivory. ivory. It, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't ebony. Um, so that's what Jesus looked like. But Jesus needed to be Jewish. Can I go into why he needed yeah. to be Jewish? Yeah. Jesus needed to be Jewish. Um, 
the Jewish physical background of Jesus is important for a variety of reasons. First, Jesus came as the promised Jewish Messiah. Mm -hmm. So if everybody was Jew and he came looking like Samuel Jackson, he couldn't, couldn't, they wouldn't be like, you ain't even, you don't even look like us. But even the black Jews point that Jews were black at the time. Yes, most Jews were 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 black at the time but there was a I think at that specific time most of the black Jews are saying that at that time there was different there were different Jews there was like the original Jews and like the new um Arabic Jews Arabic at the same time as Jesus um also we point to the fact that there was a lot of immigration at that that particular time people were coming in from all over the gaff Jews had separated and travelled from these people travel I thought black people travel Jews travel yeah the actual immigration of the Jews was a lot you know from from the Egyptian times yes. to the Babylonian times, yes. you know, they were always they relocating. Yeah, they <laughs> relocation, yeah, relocation, yeah, they say that you can find a Nigerian in every corner yes. of the world. It's true. You can find a Jew. Yeah. In every single corner. Nigerians and Jew, they're the people that read the passage of the Bible where it says, go ye into all the world. <laughs> yeah? And multiply. And Those they took it really people. seriously. They, they said, okay, seriously. no, this is what we're going to do now. Nigerians are like, <laughs> open a map. Where should we go? They're just... <laughs> The, and then just the whole map is just highlighted yellow. <laughs> my cousin lives in you know Azbekistan and you will find a Nigerian corner shop yeah of course you would course. anyway um, so Jesus needed to be a Jew because he was the promised Jewish Messiah and it would require him to be physically Jewish including features so that he could be recognised as Jew he was already going to have a hard enough time um, becoming them or being the Messiah and being accepted as the Messiah um he couldn't they could god wouldn't be like okay let's add <laughs> let's racial, add racial issues to yeah, it attention on as top, well. you know like god ain't for here gonna do all that you know and the very first verse in the new testament clearly proclaims the jewish ethnicity of jesus so as you mentioned before the lineage you know of where it came from he was the son of abraham you know and literally that is it he yes there might have been a couple one black man here one chinese person here or whatever (laughs) or whatever (laughs) but he needed to be jewish because he was the jewish messiah and he needed to fulfill that call and he couldn't have been completely black or atypical for it to work it just wouldn't have worked Mm -hmm. you know it wouldn't have worked at all so jesus is black white he wasn't black he wasn't white according to our opinion black jews please hit us up anybody who (laughs) thinks that he was white please hit us up you can find us on instagram hashtag scripture please please make sure you come with your 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 facts and your evidence because we haven't necessarily given you a whole heap of evidence but I'm fairly confident that yeah. Jesus was not Caucasian. And I'm so if you're going to come and say yeah. that he was Caucasian, I'm going to need sense. the receipts. <laughs> I'm going to need it. Because you could tell me he was Somalian and I'm more likely to believe you yeah. than that he was yeah. Anglo-Saxon. Yeah. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't see it. He definitely couldn't have it been. It doesn't make sense. Historically, he, it doesn't make sense. He definitely could have been. So all these images of a very white, pale Jesus, or it's just not right. All the all the the Jews that we see now are very 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 pale, and they didn't start off like that. They didn't start off like that at all. No. Um, especially not two thousand years ago. They did not like. They did not look like the Jews you see in Stamford Hill, you know, or Marswell Hill. That's not what they looked like. So Jesus was not Caucasian. Facts. <laughs> okay. Facts only. <laughs> and also, I think maybe we'll touch on this in point number three about the racism thing. Is that 
Christianity was um, very Jew and very Gentile, but not Roman at the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And because we have now Peter and Paul, uh, well, not Peter and Paul, we have Peter who became the first Pope. And then we have the whole Roman Empire adopting Christianity and then it being whitewashed. And I don't mean to offend anybody when I say that, but then Christianity began to be whitewashed from the eras, from the the era of all the Roman Empire mm-hmm. adopting it and it being more of a European. Generally and it's like those 300 Exactly, AD. Yeah. yeah. And it's those Europeans who painted um, those images of Jesus. They were not Peter or Paul, mm-hmm. you know? They were not the first disciples. They were not the first 2,000 people that were saved who mm-hmm. possibly could have seen Jesus just walking along the road. You know, they were, they were not. This is a good many hundred years afterwards, um, and that's because of the whitewashing of Christianity when it moved into the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. So question number two for me. But before that, yes. back to the does it matter? Yes. Oh, good, I yes. personally feel like it shouldn't because I think when Jesus came, he came to kind of abolish all of those divisions. He came to say, okay, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're slave or free. You know, mm-hmm. in Galatians, is it Galatians 3, 28? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, there's no, there's no such thing anymore mm-hmm. as these differences. Mm-hmm. We are all one family. We're all one kingdom. Mm-hmm. And we all are a family that has the same blood, which is the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you Come know, on, like... <laughs> I'm preaching. You know those kind of lines get me started. So I don't even know why you would say that. Because that's something that I would say... But we all have the same father. Do you know what I mean? We're part of the same spiritual family. And it's like, you can spirit. meet a you can meet a Christian from anywhere in the world and not even speak the same language as that person. And you and that Christian have more in common than maybe they might do with their actual family members. Because Scandal, I know, for example, my, like, my actual family... Um, and my church family, that's the same thing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's no difference. Like, I'm not like, oh, yeah, I love this person because mm. they're my, my blood somebody. Mm. And then, oh, my... No, the people in my church and the Christians that I know, mm-hmm. I, I love them like they're my own family. So mm. it's it's not to do with whether they're... Not you. No, you, <laughs> you the most. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's not to do with your, your skin colour. Yeah. It's not to do with, you know, and... and um, yeah, like I said, Jesus had to be something because he was born in the flesh. Yeah. So he had to be of flesh. He couldn't have been transparent. <laughs> or <laughs> we would have, they would have stoned him at birth, you know? Like, he had to be something. Yeah. But to dwell on the fact of whether he was white or black or this or that, I think you've really missed the point of what Christianity is supposed to be about. Yes, they, they do. It's not about the physical. It's, it's not about not, the flesh. It's, it's about the about spirit. The physical. But then when... And not to, not that I could ever play devil's advocate because I don't work for him. But um, <laughs> to pose opposing questions, mm-hmm. then. So when God made man in His own, <laughs> when God made man in His own image, um, what was Adam and Eve? What color was Adam and Eve? Because then we can even go back to the people who said that the first man and woman were were black. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam and Eve, we were black. They came from the soil. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, that Adam and Eve were very, very, very black. They're what's that movie like Avatar? You know, they're so black the navy blue. You know, <laughs> like that kind of black and um because you can't get every race and every color from white you can only get every color from black mm-hmm. i'm preaching here this is science okay um, this is science. my mother would be so proud of me <laughs> <laughs> like you can't get every color from white you can get every color from black so they're saying that if god made man in his own image and the first man which i think most people agree with was black mm-hmm. then from adam and eve to jesus 
was a good couple hundred thousand years, right? Couple thousand? It depends on your view of the Bible. It depends on your view. But from Adam and Eve to Jesus, um, how did we lose? And if there's a you know the child like direct lineage because you can go from boom 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 boom. How did we lose the color then? Um, but then obviously that's geography. Geography can play a huge part in that. And then from Jesus to now. So, but do you understand why certain people would have a problem with it? So do you understand why certain black people would have an issue with worshiping a white Jesus and why most white people can, can, it's impossible for them to grasp the concept of a black Jesus. I can understand why, but I think that the fundamentally, the reason that we can't, it's like an issue of pride. It's an issue of, like patriotism, for example, which it shouldn't apply. Like it's something that I it's something that I understand why people feel it, but I couldn't ever feel that way. Like I'm not proud to be a Nigerian. I was born Nigerian. Like I couldn't help it. I didn't, you know, go in heaven because I say, God, please make me Nigerian. I would have if I had the chance because okay. being Nigerian is lit. <laughs> just in case you didn't know. Sorry for all you non-Nigerians out there. You're great too. But you are. Right, <laughs> you're honey. great too. You, you are right. But you know, <laughs> it's really lit. But I didn't choose to be Nigerian. You know. Like I don't, you don't choose your country. You don't choose your postcode. Like all this postcode wars. Did you? Do you even pay rent? No, that you. I don't understand. You, <laughs> you don't even pay if council tax. Pay you council tax, then you can have postcode. Like, postcode wars. What is that about? If do you own the road? Council tax to you. Imagine if the road is not named after you. <laughs> but you know, we we feel like we own things, or we feel like we want to. We want to claim something as our own, but the earth is the Lord's and the fullness, and the fullness thereof. thereof. It doesn't belong to us. He's given it to us as stewards. But it's not ours. I can't now say, okay, do you know what? I feel like closing the world now. Let's just bomb it. Like all of this. To be honest, I think the world would have ended a long time ago if it was really ours. Do you know what I mean? If it was really, really ours, we would have nuclear, the nuclear bomb would have gone off a long, long time ago. That magic you know? button. For sure. Because it's just <laughs> sitting on their desk, Abby. Literally. So, but um, yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like it comes out of pride. It comes out of a place of being too involved in the spiritual, um, sorry, in the physical and the material rather than the spiritual and I, I i don't say that to discount anybody's experience with racism or because i've experienced racism my whole life lord of mercy yeah. do you know what i mean like i've experienced a lot of racism in my life and it's not i'm not saying like oh your your struggle doesn't matter that's not what i'm trying to say mm. you know it, it is a part of your identity i understand mm. that but it isn't who you are mm. you know you are a child of god mm. full stop like and it doesn't matter no, what color Jesus yeah was. exactly yeah so we, I think as black people, I don't know, we should never ever say this to a black person because people get so offended. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to say we should get over it because don't get over it. By no but. stretch of the imagination, get over it. But if you're struggling with having a relationship with God or having a relationship with Jesus because you do not like the anglo-saxon representation of jesus then let's put your mind at rest number one he was not anglo-saxon he was not caucasian he had darker skin we're not too sure if he was black but he definitely wasn't white Mm -hmm. so now you can have a relationship with him it's fine okay um just because your oppressors share the same god as you does not invalidate god doesn't invalidate jesus and it doesn't make them any less god or any less powerful because your enemy your arch nemesis or your enemy shares the same god as you yeah. it that actually doesn't necessarily matter too much do you know much. what it's like as well do you know um there was a twins who was born from uh, i think the mum was black and the dad was right and there was the twins and one was born I black and that. one was born white yeah. right so that's like saying um 
okay, the white twin the can't kind of feel like the mum is her mum yes. because she's a different colour. And the black like, twin. Even though the, the, the mum loves you, you know, she loves you, she breastfed you for the, you know, the first year of your life. She'll do anything, she'll die, literally die for you, but then you can't accept her as your mum because yeah. she's a different colour to you. That's yeah. crazy, that's bizarre to me, yeah. you know. It, I agree. If somebody matter, loves guys. you enough, it shouldn't yeah. matter what colour they are. Absolutely. It doesn't matter, guys. Honestly, like, endeavour to have a relationship with Jesus and you'll get to the point whereby you don't even see colour. I don't see colour when I pray Jesus. You know, you get to a point whereby you don't see colour. You don't see race. You just see your saviour, your big brother, your best friend. Mm-hmm. He's my lover and my king. Listen, we know our gospel music <laughs> Um Okay, so question number two for me. Does the Bible condemn slavery? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. It's a hard one. <laughs> it's a hard one. Like, one thing that I would say to start off is that the Bible, when it's not, you know, doing poetry or, you know, genealogy, somebody begat somebody begat somebody. Then or Solomon is talking about his concubines. Well, <laughs> that's for another, that's for another podcast, girl. <laughs> but um, when that is not going on, most of the Bible is, is account based. It's yeah. talking about what happened. It's yeah. not saying what should have happened yeah. or what God would have liked to happen, yeah. but just what happened. A lot of it is account based, especially the Old Testament. And then also um, the gospels, including Acts. They're just accounts of what was happening at the time. And then what God, said about what was happening at the time you know so it's important to realize that there there is bad stuff in the bible you know and that's why i that's why i love it so much and that's why i feel like it's more real than if it was just like oh these are all the good things that should be happening no there's rape there's murder like it's not saying that these things don't happen it's saying they do mm-hmm. and then god gives his stance on whether or not it is right or wrong mm-hmm. and a lot of it is you know because of how the israelites were because mm-hmm. they were so stubborn and hard-hearted mm-hmm. god kind of just allowed them to do a lot mm-hmm. of things that he weren't mm-hmm. in his perfect will mm-hmm. he didn't necessarily want these things for, mm-hmm. and an example of that is um polygamy mm-hmm. god didn't want people to have multiple wives and concubines and all this mm-hmm. but because the israelites were so stubborn and they don't listen to anybody that's why he was like you know what okay until jesus came they couldn't be black, it was still they couldn't be nigerian because you can't be that, mm-hmm. that you can't have that level no what nigerians of, don't have multiple no so oh, you can't have that, level, that level of stubbornness that's in that level of you can't do your parents say don't do this and you're I, gonna go i out feel and do i feel like god was Nigerian <laughs> because if you really, really read the Bible, some of the things that happen in the Bible, for example, you know, um, when the when the Israelites are in the desert, crossing the wilderness from out of Egypt, and they're like, oh, there's no meat here, and God is like, oh, you want meat? Eh? You want meat? Oh yeah, you will have meat until the meat is coming from your nose. You will have meat. How is that not a Nigerian god? You tell me. You tell me how he's not Nigerian. I don't get it. Continue. I don't even understand. He just said, stay there. Oh yeah, you want meat? You wait. Wait. Yeah, and I just think that also because culture has moved on since then. You know, times have changed. Um, things are a lot different now. Um, it's it's tricky. It's tricky because we now we look at slavery and we're like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. But slavery now and slavery what it was a hundred years ago, three hundred yes. years ago, and what it was six thousand years ago, yeah. they're not the same yeah. thing. Or 
in terms of acceptable slavery, yeah. it's not the same thing. Um, so yeah, I can. I, I I don't think that the Bible condoned slavery, mm-hmm. but it was a necessary part of the culture at the time mm-hmm. because when people were broke, busted, and disgusted, and didn't have anything you know, didn't have any bread for their children, mm-hmm. what were they supposed to do? Just die and starve? No, mm-hmm. what they did was they sold themselves mm-hmm. to a master, to somebody who could afford to pay. And then they would then have to do labor for that person mm-hmm. and not be paid with money, but be paid with shelter and food, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if you ask any homeless person on the street right now, mm-hmm. would you like to come and live in my house and do chores for me whilst I... Um, and, and I won't I pay... They won't... <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're not gonna, they're not gonna say, oh my God, that's slavery. Mm-hmm. They would... They would jump at you. They would, you yeah. know, they would thank you for it. They would be grateful for it. Um, so it's all well and good saying, oh my God, slavery is bad. But you have to look at the context at which, I hate it when Christians say, oh, look at the context. Because yeah. like, sometimes it is a bit like, mm. but it, it is different, definitely a different context. Because, you know, when we think of slavery now in this day and age, we think of, you know, the slave trade, the African, the West African slave trade, transatlantic mm. slave trade, mm. where people were stolen. Well, some of them were sold. Some of them were stolen. Um, from you know their homes and transported to another land Mm. and then just treated like filth Mm. you know and you know even when they were transported they weren't looked after they were just dying on the ships you know that's not the same kind of slavery that the bible condones and there's also two different types of slavery not servanthood and that that's different but two different types of slavery in the bible slavery that was acceptable and slavery that wasn't you know like that um in Leviticus, it tells you how you should treat your slaves, and yeah. it says like if you um if you strike your slave and he dies, then you he needs to be avenged, yeah. you know. And like if you strike your slave and he loses an eye or a tooth, then you need to let him free because yeah. you can't mistreat your slaves. Yeah. And then there was slavery like um with kind of the Egyptian slaves yeah. where they were just worked to the yeah. bone yeah. and not given any respect. They were fed and they were they were housed, but you know it, their lives were very kind of disposable which is not what God sanctioned. No. And that was from the Egyptians, not from the Jews. Yes. Um, also, the um, God used slavery on his own people mm-hmm. as a punishment. It's mm-hmm. not like he was using slavery on people he didn't like. He was like, oh, mm-hmm. um, you know, you guys are rubbish, mm-hmm. so I'm going to let you be slaves. Mm-hmm. And then you guys are really good, so I'm not going to let you be mm-hmm. slaves. His chosen people, the lineage of Jesus, were slaves. And it was about refinement of the nation, because they were so stubborn and blah, 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 and they needed some lesson learning. And some people might say, oh, gosh, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? But, you know, he's a sovereign God. He can do what he likes. There's one, there's one scripture. I think, it's, I think it's Psalm 11513 or mm-hmm. something. Don't quote mm-hmm. me on that. Mm-hmm. But it's something around there. Mm-hmm. Some of those numbers mm-hmm. were probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it says, like, I am the Lord and I'll do what I want. Yeah, like, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, he can do what he wants. Yeah. It's up to him. Whether you like it or not, whether you think it's good or not, he understands why he allows some of these things, yeah. even though we can't understand because his ways are far above our ways. Yeah. So I'm not saying that the Bible does condone the slavery that we kind of um, are av- have a aversion to, yeah. the sex slavery that is rampant now, the thing that's going on in Libya. Um, you know, he doesn't he doesn't condone that kind of slavery, but yeah. there is a kind of slavery that liberates, um, yeah. you know, p- poverty-stricken people yeah. that he does condone because yeah. it's a solution to a problem yeah. that wasn't being solved any other way. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree. And 
literally everything that I wanted to say, you've pretty much said it. And yes, I'm the, sorry. No, no it's, it's fine. Um, the Bible, I personally don't feel like the Bible endorses slavery or legitimizes it um, or celebrates anything like genocide or forced labor. Um, and you've highlighted some scriptures where it absolutely explicitly goes against it. And first of all, we have to realize, especially coming from a black perspective, because I happen to be black, <laughs> is that first of all, slavery is no, not just a no, black thing. <laughs> <right>? Slavery <laughs> is not just a, a black issue. Um, as you have rightly said, Jews were slaves, Irish were slaves, Mexicans, Japanese. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. is, a, there is. I don't think there is a nation on this globe that has not, at one point in time in their history, have not had to go through some form of. Um, slavery, genocide or ethnic cleansing mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, in the history of the world mm-hmm. there is not one nation that hasn't had to go through it and um, the Bible however gives us a clear answer on how to combat such issues, you know it talks about recognition, it talks about racial reconciliation, it talks about sacrificial love it talks about loving your neighbour you know there are so many references time and time after time and time again which bear so much resemblance to the fact that there is a certain way to to treat certain people you know what i mean and you can't just say because you are you have the monopoly of power that you have the right to treat somebody any which way and god this is god we're all god's creatures mm-hmm. you know what i mean he's not going to allow certain things and then for it to be condoned and to be legitimized and then that person should still be praying to god that's not how he works mm-hmm. he's not gonna he's a god of fairness there's no there's no partiality in him and this is the god that we serve so we have to automatically take ourselves out of the the mindset that god condones legitimizes or endorses something that is negative mm-hmm. that's your first thing that we need to completely el- eliminate and i think we need to no, the distinction between slavery and labor. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, yes, obviously the Bible may use certain words, but you can interpret them in, in other words. I think Bible uses slavery. We could also use slavery. We can also use labor. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? that As you said in Leviticus, those people who didn't have anything, so they will travel to Jewish nations and say, can we work for you? That wasn't necessarily what we would depict today as slavery. We would depict that as... <laughs> migration as mm-hmm. emigration you know what i mean like literally migrant migrant workers that's how we would depict it we would say labor we would say cheap labor but we would mm-hmm. say we mm-hmm. would say labor you know what i mean in those times they would say okay you're a slave you know what i mean and so we have to really make sure that we have a clear distinction between slavery and labor paid labor forced labor whatever it may whatever you want to call it has always been human resources currency issue from the beginning of time to the end of time from there has always been somebody who has to work for somebody Mm -hmm. you know that's it the issue is how you treat that person Mm -hmm. but there has always been a time when somebody owns something somebody works on that something that that somebody owns and that is it so you have employee and you have employer Mm -hmm. and so we have to understand that the bible condones employment it doesn't condone <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't good condones employment it doesn't condone the what we would now modernly interpret as slavery mm-hmm. he condones labor mm-hmm. because it's true the jews work for the babylonians the jews work for the egyptians at some times they were considered as slaves or treated as slaves but in the same way the hittite the jebusite all the different ites all the different foreigners were were worked 
for the Jews. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so we have to really, it's not about the type of work, it's about how you treat that person, which separates it from being labour and slavery. Yeah. And we have to definitely make sure that we we kind of create that distinction and realise this, this is just basic human resources yeah. at the end of the day. It's how the ecosystem of work works. And although the Bible doesn't universally or explicitly condemn all forms of slavery, we do have to reject the types of slavery that we have now and make sure that that is not what we see in the Bible. You can't now see what we see and say, oh, that's the same thing that happened in the Bible. You can't. You have to understand the differences because it's a historical account, as you said. Mm -hmm. It's not a modern-day folktale. It's a historical account. So you absolutely have to make sure you realise that what we see today isn't what what happened. Yeah. And I think... um I, there's a couple of scriptures that will kind of help us to mm-hmm. really understand what slavery was mm-hmm. back then as opposed to what it is mm-hmm. now. Um, so Leviticus twenty five thirty nine to 55, mm-hmm. you can read the whole thing in your own time, but verse 39 basically says, and if one of your brethren who dwells by you becomes poor and sells himself to you, sells himself to you Mm. not somebody else sold him Mm. to you even though there was a practice of selling your own family members because the man was the you know the head of the household and was able to sell his daughter or my mom would sell me now uh, you know (laughs) so you know but you weren't allowed to sell somebody who you weren't related to into slavery you weren't allowed to just be selling people like oh you on the road come you're you're black so let me sell you as a slave you know it it wasn't that so it it, it's it's different to you know kind of you know african slave trade where they just went and just said okay let me just take these people and go (laughs) you know like it's it's not it's not that um and then also Exodus 21, 5 says, If a servant plainly says, I love my master, my wife, my children, and I will not go out free, then the master shall bring him to the judges, blah, blah, blah. Like, why would that even be a sentiment? Why would a slave say, I love my master so much that I want to serve him forever, mm-hmm. if slavery was so terrible? And I'm not saying that I don't believe that there was bad slave masters and good slave mm-hmm. masters. Mm-hmm. Of course there were. Mm-hmm. We're all human. There are there were definitely some bad ones, mm-hmm. you know, but the acceptable practice was yeah. that you're not supposed to treat your slaves a certain way Absolutely. or debase them as though they're not human. Absolutely. They were people's possessions, yeah. but that's because they couldn't afford to not be, yeah. you know? Um, and also, I think people have an issue because there's times in the Bible where it kind of condones hitting your slaves or striking your slaves if they um, misbehave, quote-unquote, or something, you know, don't get something done or whatever. But also the Bible also condones spanking your children as well. So it's like... Because you own them too? Because you own them. (laughs) So it's like, it's not like, oh, strike them because they're less than human. It's strike them because they're yours. Just like it's your children. If you want to discipline, if you need to discipline them, discipline them. Don't not do it, Mm. you know? So um, it's it's different to now Mm. where it's like, Mm. you know, people are not fed, people are treated horribly, you know, and... I think some of us are on our high horses a bit when it comes to slavery as well because a lot of our clothes our phones you know those big engagement rings that you've you're wearing it's all from it's all from slavery a lot of it's from slavery and not the the good kind that's in the bible a lot of it is you know people being treated as less than human being discarded being made disposable people who have no choice you know send their eight-year-olds my eight-year-olds are probably making everything that i'm wearing right now you know but then we we pretend as though we really, really care and we're so disgusted. Oh my God, I can't believe the Bible condones slavery. But these times, so do you. Completely. So 
I think we have to kind of be a bit more realistic. And I'm not saying it's okay to not be conscientious about those things. Yeah. But, you know, just let's not be hypocritical about it. Let's yeah. not pretend or be ignorant yeah. to, you know, our part in the slavery, that modern day slavery, yeah. you know. Um, if there was no market for it, then it wouldn't happen. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a complicated world. It is a complicated <laughs> That's world. all I can really end it, on. It, it definitely is complicated. And just to reiterate, and if anybody wants to do some more reading on it, there are a few scriptures that I've got also that you can check up on. So in um, accordance with the scripture that Fumi was reading about the selling and of slaves and uh, not the selling of slaves the stealing of slaves exodus twenty one sixteen talks about that whoever steals a man and sells him and and anyone found in possession of him shall be put to death mm-hmm. this is exodus you know so if you steal a man and you sell him you will be put this is god saying don't, don't try me you yeah. know like, <laughs> don't try me um if a man is found stealing one of his brothers of the people of israel and if he treats him as a slave or sells him um, then that thief shall die. You shall purge the evil from your midst. God yeah. is like, damn. <laughs> don't <laughs> try me. Like, don't try me. Don't do all of this barbaric modern day kind yeah. of slavery in yeah. my camp. You're not yeah. gonna finish. You're not gonna do that in my house. Okay, I will purge you. I will Jeez. purge the evil. On my mix, and God is like, like literally, that's yeah. how serious He is. I will purge you. It's not acceptable to God, and this is bib. This is in the Bible. So if you at some point thought that the Bible condones slavery, modern day slavery, then you're mistaken. The Bible condones and legitimizes work and labor, mm-hmm. and those things are not the same thing. And also, even Jesus talked about it in Matthew 18, verse 21 to 35, and you can read it. Matthew 18, 21 to 35 says that slaves could own property, including their own slaves. So slaves could have slaves and they could accumulate funds that they might use to purchase their own freedom. So if you remember, there's a parable that Jesus is talking about um, the the slave who didn't forgive another slave of his debt Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. the master forgave him of his debt and the slave having another slave and not forgiving him of his debt. And Jesus is like, are you okay? stop being silly you know what i mean like you want a slave your master has forgiven you but you cannot forgive your own slave stop it you know so this is in jesus's time when he's talking about the fact that their slaves there had money Mm -hmm. to have their own imagine your house help having house help can you imagine (laughs) can you imagine that your house help has house help that's the level of they the type of slavery that they were seeing the good kind of slavery that Mm. they were seeing you know the ones that was acceptable and that wasn't the slavery that we understand it now that was more so like migrant workers and cheap labor Mm -hmm. yeah and i think when paul came he he was basically trying to abolish slavery altogether yeah um, and I think going back again to Galatians three twenty eight, where it says there is neither no um, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for all are one in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, like Paul came and he was like, okay, all of this slavery thing, yeah, let's just treat Stop each other like brothers. Yeah. You know, and that's like um, where the book of Philemon comes in. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Onesimus, uh, Onesimus, Onesimus. I've got no What's the idea. guy's name? Guys. I'm sorry, but however you pronounce oh, the guy's name, yes. Onzimus, Onzimus. See, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, he he ran away, and Paul was like, "Okay, I'm sending him back to you, Philemon, but I'm sending him back to you as a brother, not, yeah, as, a slave. not as a slave." So you know, he he came and said, like all this, all the societal norms that had been in place were kind of shook up yeah. by that point. So slavery now, no, slavery yeah. back then, yeah, it was 
what it was yeah. you know it yeah. w- it was where it was necessary yeah you know no definitely um, but there was misuses of it definitely. yes there's misuses of everything you child. know yeah there's definitely there's definite misuse and it's a good point that you said misuse because i was gonna say okay so then there's the bible condone you know white supremacists and kkk kind of use the bible to legitimize their slavery oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and this is back to the race relations issue but you know the kkk and white supremacists use the Bible to legitimize I mean, slavery. Kind of. They use the Bible. Not to well. honest, people use the Bible to legitimize a lot All kind of, of things. things. You know, oh war, slavery, the Bible. It's an. The next person that says anything to me, that's this includes my brother, right? So the next person who says to me, yeah, but the Bible is used for slave trade and this, that, and the third. Just because people use it for something, I could use. Your bank account, yeah, <laughs> for my own free will and use. It doesn't mean that it's legitimate. I can I'm use a fork to eat soup. You know, it doesn't mean it's a good you idea get or that it's the right thing to do or that it's the right purpose. No. I can do what I want yeah, with what I want, but it doesn't mean that that's the purpose of it. Exactly, just because pockets of people, whether you want to talk about the KKK, um, what are the people who the great the crusaders right mm-hmm. if you want to talk about the crusaders you want to talk about the kkk white supremacists you want to talk about countries and armies and presidents <clears throat> using the <laughs> bible <laughs> using the bible or using christianity mm. to perpetuate their own ideology and their own, that's, and their own agenda that's yeah. a different topic yeah. and just because they use the bible to perpetuate their own agenda does not well, mean that the bible that as well yeah exactly it does not mean that the bible does that yeah you know i can we can use the bible to perpetuate a stereotype and we can create our own ideology today and use the bible as a source of reference doesn't mean that it's legitimate mm-hmm. and a couple hundred years from now it will be history mm-hmm. and people are like oh yeah but it's a historical fact no boo boo mm-hmm. just because a pocket of people use the bible for something doesn't make it okay so yes kkk yes white supremacists use the bible to legitimize slavery and lynching and all Racism. kinds of Sorry? Racism. And racism doesn't mean that the Bible condones it, the Bible enforces it, the Bible legitimizes it. In fact, can I get some help, guys? Because um, I don't know if you saw last year, there was one of the KKK Grand Wizards allowed an interviewer, I believe she was, um, I don't know which country she was from, but she was a black Hispanic immigrant and she went into their camp and it's like the first black person to ever go in their camp they did you see that like, interview she looks like a snack you know like people really like them some chocolate no they were saying oh you're a mongrel this that this Nonsense that people. you know I, I, it's making me uncomfortable you being here all of this but they let her come in and interview and in the interview the guy was telling scriptures da, 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 da. oh the bible says um that you should only love the neighbor of your own people apparently in second peter it said that you're not supposed to break bread you're not allowed to break bread with people who are not of your own race i personally mm-hmm. went now and read i read the whole books of the scriptures <laughs> that they implied or pretended or said or inferenced were in there i couldn't find them no. so if you can help me it's hashtag scripture, yeah. as in H-A-S-H-T-A-G, yeah. scripture, at us on Instagram, and just tell us where those scriptures are, yeah. because I really don't get it. Or And when I, when I say those scriptures, I don't mean the one scripture and then the following scripture, like literally the preceding scripture then says, love everybody, <laughs> but you've only chosen the one that says, love your neighbor next door. And everybody else, but yeah. you just cut off the everybody. I don't want to hear that bit. Just the one that says only love the person of your own race. Yeah. I need to see the scripture because yeah. I personally can't find it, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. Okay, so then, final point. What does God think about racism? Does God... <laughs> I mean, I have some questions. <laughs> what does God think about racism? racism? Is there a superior race versus, you know... I love you all equally now because what then what I think we're going to have to do is a distinction between the Old Testament God and the New Testament God and the Old Testament God seemed to have um, a prevalence on the Israelites being the only people at that time that he cared about which is what it seems like seems like to some which what it seems like to some so the Old Testament God um, is not as nice as the New Testament God New Testament God is like you get a house, you get a house, you get a house. You know, everybody gets <laughs> a house. <laughs> you know, what changed between the Old Testament and the New Testament? Because Old Testament was all like Israel, Israel, Israel. New Testament is like there's no separations between Jew or Greek, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or is it just because he's realized now that the Jews are so nonsense that he has to just open up the gates <laughs> for everybody else? Like, Probably he's like, imagine. He's been trying for all this time to try and get the Jews to be on point and they don't work so he's like okay come on everybody else you know you <laughs> you can come into my bosom now too you know I mean I think it's really superior I, race I think it's really important to emphasize the fact that it wasn't a race thing it was a religion thing yeah it was you know when when Jesus was saying go and annihilate races he was saying it because those races didn't worship the one true God you know and he didn't want idolatry spreading throughout the world and corrupting the whole world as it has now you know so it was it's very important to understand that it's not about the color of their skin or where they were born or their postcode it was about are you worshiping me the one true God who deserves all the glory or are you worshiping a fish that you found in a lake somewhere or are you worshiping a statue that you crafted yourself with your two hands which mm. i created by the way mm. you know like that was that was the issue the mm. issue was never about race mm. you know and going back to jesus's bloodline bloodline it's it's filled and mixed with different races so all the types i think that's the so hit, amazing the hittites well. the world by every bite Every tight, every eye, mm-hmm. they're all in there, mm. in in the in the in the bloodline of Jesus, you know. I, not even just that, but then also murderers, and there's incest in there, and there's um, you know, harlots, strumpets, or whatever, yeah, you know, prostitute yeah, blood yeah. in Jesus, you know, yeah. because he because the point of Jesus was it doesn't matter, yeah. you know, all your sin, all your race, whoever you are, it doesn't matter. Mm. I love you, you know. Yeah. This flesh is corrupt doesn't matter what color it is it's all corrupt yeah. and it's all the same corruption yeah. there's no um there's no difference i definitely agree and just to read some scriptures because i think that this is such a sensitive topic for some people and i don't necessarily see why but it's such a sensitive topic so let's just go into some scriptures um john 12 verse 44 to 46 basically says that jesus came to save all and jesus cried out and said whoever be- whoever believes in me believes not in me but in him who sent me and whoever sees me sees him who sent me i have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness okay so jesus is saying not only is he saying i have come to save the world but i don't come on my own agenda this is god's agenda so this is god wanting salvation for everyone it wasn't just jesus who was like okay god i know you really like the jews but i'm just gonna save just you know i'm gonna do my own thing no this is jesus saying you believed one who sent me jesus didn't come on of his own accord Mm -hmm. you know i mean he came because jesus sent 
because God sent him and God sent him to save everyone. Yeah. Um, so we have to definitely have to realize that. In Romans 10 verse 12, it says, there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord over all mm-hmm. and richly blesses all who call on him. It's not the same Lord is Lord over some. You know, and just a quick fact, every single person was created in the image of God, Genesis 127. Every single person was created in the image of God. And God cares about all people, regardless of their ethnicity, nationality, or financial status, considering how what we've talked about. You know, Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17 to 19 says, For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality. Amen. Amen. And accepts no bribes. I mean, I've been trying to bribe them. <laughs> it doesn't work. It does not work. No matter what bribe, it doesn't work. Like, literally, God, if I do... I've been trying to bribe God. It doesn't work. Okay? He defends, verse 18, he defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the foreigner residing among you. Okay? He loves the foreigner that's inside. So he... in. If he's, this is Deuteronomy, so this is talking, this is about the Jews, right? The children of Israel. Because he loves the foreigner that is in your midst. God, this is God saying yeah. that he loves them. He doesn't tolerate them. He loves the foreigner that is in your midst. For you yourselves were foreigners in Egypt. So who are you yeah. to talk about any kind of next person? God's like, don't be silly because I will just just send one plague and wash you all <laughs> out yeah yeah and god's not afraid of doing that you know he's like i've had enough of you and there's abundance of scriptures like that so like, many in leviticus um 1934 the stranger who dwells among you shall be to you as one born among you yeah and you shall love him as yourself like it's like yeah. i don't know where people are getting these That's other scriptures from send them to us no up. i want to see it because we did a bible challenge we've read the whole bible yeah. can we do another one yeah we will we're gonna do it in September. Okay, good. But I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's just understand. too much. It's too much. First Corinthians twelve thirteen says, "For we are all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body. Whether Jews or Gentile, slave or free, we are all given the same Spirit to drink. So there's not one black body. There is not one Chinese body. Mm-hmm. There is not one white body. Mm-hmm. We are all part of the same body. The Church of God doesn't have. We're all different members. You know what I mean? So the Church of God doesn't have different. There's not a body of Christ for the blacks and a body of Christ for the whites and a body of Christ for the Chinese." we're all part of the same body and we really need to get to the point whereby we really start to leave race out of religion we really need to leave race out of christianity because christianity does not support any negative portrayal of race relations Mm -hmm. at all you know what i mean um and even revelation 7 verse 9 to 10 which is what on my last point i'll just give it over to for me because i'm going to start getting angry i can really (laughs) feel it coming (laughs) revelations chapter 7 verse 9 to 10 says after this i looked and there this is the end of the world in heaven yeah john's seeing it all okay so this is at the end after i after this i looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation Mm -hmm. oh god from every nation tribe people and language there was people in heaven okay so all of you who lean towards one specific they think that everybody in heaven is black no everybody in heaven is white stop it 
yeah read revelations it says there were people numbers numerous amount of people that you couldn't even count from every nation every tribe every people and every language every language standing before the throne and before the lamb of god okay there was no hierarchy there was no racial hierarchy and there is no racial hierarchy in heaven it doesn't exist stop (laughs) i finished If you really think that God has an issue with black people or condones racism, or da, 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 you really need to seek the Holy Spirit because the God you're serving, the God I'm serving, are not the same God, no. for sure. You know, and and I believe that you know, if you really seek God, He will tell you that <laughs> He yeah. doesn't have an issue with that. Yes. It's not it's not the type of thing that He has time to concern Himself with yes. the color of your skin. No, it's true. He does. He could really care less. He's about what you're you know about what you're doing you know not to, not to quote martin luther king but it's about the content of your character the content yeah. of your heart rather than the color of your skin and that's what god judges you on there are so many scriptures that talks about god looks at the heart of man not the outward ap- god looks <laughs> at the heart of man and not the outward appearance so um you know he looks and seeks for a contrite heart he looks and seeks for um humility for meekness you know what i mean for a quest and a love for him he's looking for somebody who is a person after god's own heart you know what i mean he's not looking for somebody who has caramel skin or black skin or white skin when you think of god in general you think of certain qualities and certain attributes you think of a good god you think of a merciful god you think of a god of love and compassion yes also simultaneously right um judgment righteousness vengeance and order so you think of god you think of naturally good qualities and qualities of order you can't now assimilate those qualities and also add in a god who also is a god of love and also a god of racism (laughs) you know a god of love and a god of slavery a god of love and a god of preference you know yeah. you can't those those qualities don't go hand in hand and and i think we have to put some respect back on god's name because you can't just be like oh yeah god is this and god is great and god is love but also he's a god who likes jews more than he likes anybody else or also he's a god who condones slavery and also he's a god of injustice so let's see if we've covered everything today mm-hmm. yeah okay so was jesus black or white auntie forms neither Neither black doesn't matter if you're black or white. Okay. Um, does the Bible condone slavery? Uh, not modern day slavery, but there was a functional slavery that was necessary in the context of the time, which was, you can say, condoned or mm-hmm. accepted or approved. Mm-hmm. And what is God's view on racism? No. and uh, and we're not saying that there aren't racist people in the church we're not saying that there aren't racist churches we're saying that that is not something that god himself would approve of facts okay so our scripture for today i think you should read galatians galatians 328 there is neither jew nor greek there is neither slave nor free there is neither male nor female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. One, not one point something. <laughs> not 1.5, 1.7, not even 0.79. You are all one. one. Okay. Amen. Amen. Let's Amen. Do you pray. Us in Father God, we give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honour. We magnify your name, we exalt you, we extol you, we worship you, we declare you as King and Lord over all. We thank you for how great you are, for how mighty you are, for how excellent you are. We thank you for how perfect you are, how wise you are in all your ways. Father God, I firstly want to apologise for 
um, humanity and creation who have just taken respect off your name and attributed characteristics to you that are so far from the truth. God, you are not a God who condones slavery um, in the modern form. You are not a God of racism. You are not a God of division. You're not a God of schism. You're not a God of preferential treatment. Your word says that you show no partiality, that you are fair and just to all. Father God, we thank you that you love everyone, that everyone, everyone is the apple of your eye, that you sent your son Jesus to die for everyone. Your word says that, Lord, that Jesus came to save all and that whoever believes in him shall be saved. Father God, we thank you for caring so much about everyone. Father God, and we thank you that you, we are all a reflection of you. We are all your creatures. We are all your creation, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for just how much you have shown time and time again that you show no preferential treatment. Father God, we ask you, Father God, for healing right now in the hearts of man and in the minds of man who have been so negatively affected by the stereotypes that people have placed on you if they have had a hard time having a relationship with you or forging some kind of relationship with Jesus Father God because of what other people have saying Father God heal them right now bring forth Amen. enlightenment your word says that the entrance of thy word bringing forth enlightenment that the entrance of thy word directs people's path Father God bring forth a, a unmeasured amount of your word to bring forth enlightenment to teach us father god and to teach those father god who have really struggled with developing a relationship with you because they feel like you you can't possibly love them because they're of their god because they're of a certain race. Father God, heal their hearts, heal their minds, Father God. Change their hearts and minds. Your word says that you can remove hearts of stone and replace it with hearts of flesh. Father God, I also thank you that we are all created in your image, that we are all the body of Christ, that there is no partiality, there is no schism, Father God. We thank you that we are all members together, that yes, we may have different roles and functions as different skin complexions, but Father God, it's the same blood that runs through all of us. Amen. And that's the blood of Jesus Christ. We're all given the same spirit and that's the Holy Spirit. We all have the same Father and that's you, O Lord. Help us to realise, Father God, that you love us all equally. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. Lord, we just want to thank you that salvation and your love don't know any boundaries. They yes. don't know boundaries of skin colour or culture or mm. country, especially things that we cannot control, oh God. Mm. Things that we did not choose. We thank you, mighty God, Heavenly Father, that you are a God who just loves limitlessly whose love we can't understand or fathom, mighty God. And we just want to pray, Lord, that anybody who doesn't understand that love, Lord, we pray that you just touch their hearts right now, mighty God, Heavenly Father. And that includes those people who do hold racist ideologies, mighty God. We pray that you mm. open their hearts to receive your love mm. and to be able to give it out to others without mm. boundaries, without limits, almighty God, of class or race or ethnicity, mm. almighty God. We bless your name. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Amen. Follow us on at hashtag scripture on Twitter and Instagram. And on we're going to be on Twitter. <laughs> it's fine. It's coming. By the time you hear it, we'll be on Twitter. Um, Twitter, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud and iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to the iTunes and the SoundCloud yeah. so that you can get us every Monday. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.